Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Wednesday, April 7th at Keeneland. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman as we take a look at the late pick four to start the first full week of the spring meet. And it is for maidens on the turf. And where did you land? <laughs> I landed all over the place on this one. I I didn't have a strong feeling for this. I, I, I can tell you why I like the horses that I like. Um, there's no speed in this race. Uh, none of these... Uh, None of these fillies show any propensity to go to the lead, except for uh, Salas for uh, Kenny McPeak. In her second race at Gulfstream in a mile and the 16th, which is uh, on the dirt, of course, she did get almost to the lead and wound up running second, got beat by four and, four and a half. Um, if she brings that speed to the turf, she may be able to control the pace here. I like a lot of things. About, well, I like at least one thing about the other horses. Third draft for Le Peru. Le Peru started off well with two wins over the weekend. This horse was bet down to even money at Gulfstream uh, against a, a, a 12-horse field and got beat by two and a quarter. So I think third draft is probably a deserving favorite here. Uh, Scarabia for Jack Sisterson ran well at Kentucky Downs and made him special weight last September, but has been off since then. Money for Roe for Brian Lynch. Had a 74 buyer last time out at Gulfstream and was bet down to favoritism. And then the, the outside two, um, Luis Saez and Joel Rosario opening weekend were a combined 13 for 31. So can't hardly leave them out, especially Rusty Arnold's horse looks like it's moving in the right way. So I went deep here. Um, I think third draft is probably my win pick here off the race at Gulfstream where she disappointed as the even money favorite with Ortiz. Picks up Le Peru here and Suma Gahey, second off the layoff. Uh, third draft is my win pick, but when we get to pick four, I'm probably going to go a little deep here. I ended up taking uh, Wolfbane from Rusty Arnold's barn. Uh, horse ran in December, ran fifth out of 12. Same thing in the race in March, but had some trouble at the start in both of those races. And uh, the second race uh, was only eight to one in there, so took a decent amount of money. And you know, when these maiden turf races, I always start with the horses coming out of Gulfstream. And so um, I think that's kind of where I'm focused uh, here. But I ended up taking Wolfbane, getting 5-1 to one on the morning line. A little bit of a price there. And, uh, the, the Arnold Barn points for this meet. Got a win on the opening day. So I'm going to take Wolfbane. Not a strong opinion. Money for Roe was the uh, next one on my list for Brian Lynch. I like that improvement last time from a 61 buyer to a 74 in that last race. I thought that was a noteworthy jump. You get Johnny V in the saddle. Uh, Zuri uh, gets the red-hot Joel Rosario. Hasn't run on the turf, but it's Bill Mott, so uh, I'll have confidence there. Third draft, got to use that one. Uh, and never content just because it's it's the maker barn. Looks Horse looks a little light on speed figures, but I'll throw him in there as well when we get to the pick four. But Wolfbane's going to be the win pick. Sixth race is a starter a lot starter optional claiming. Six furlongs for four-year-olds and up. And I thought uh, Don't Forget looked awfully good here for Diodoro. Claimed this horse, won two straight out at Oakland. Now he ships him in here. Um, I, um, I'm going to end up singling him when we get to the pick four. I think um, he is in great form right now. And uh, Diodoro knows how to strike while the iron's hot. If he gets beat, I think it would be probably Savage Nation. Um, Saez has been about as hot as Rosario, and he shows up on this horse. Um, Mal, uh, Malpais uh, is the other one that uh, is worth a look, I thought, in here. But uh, I have a uh, strong lean toward the four horse, don't forget. How about you? 
Yes, I think in handicapping this race, you make one big um, factor, and that is, don't forget, comes out of Oakland. Savage Nation comes out of uh, Mahoning Valley, and Malpai comes out of Hawthorne and Mahoning Valley. Um, those, ra- those races at Hawthorne and, and Mahoning Valley don't touch the races at Oakland, even though they're a lower number. But uh, 90, 92 buyers, uh, neither one of those horses can touch that. So I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to single Don't Forget here. I think Don't Forget is the best bet of the day. No, no question about it. Let's go to the seventh race. It's the allowance feature, non-winners of two other than a mile and a 16th on the turf, Phillies and Mares four and up. And a nice big field here and probably the best betting race of the day. Where did you land? Yeah, I thought so, too. Um, I think tuned for Joel Rosario. We keep going back to Rosario, but he's got to hold the nice mounts. This this meeting, it seems like. Um, Toon didn't have a really sh- good shot with uh, the race at Gulfstream, the very one. Um, Antoinette set, set a fairly easy pace there and led wire to wire. Uh, but this mare ran well and finishing two and a half lengths behind her. That was a grade three. So she's coming out of two straight grade threes at Gulfstream where she was competitive. So she certainly fits here in an allowance race and um, going to take a lot of beating here, I, I think. The other horses that I use, Pocket Square for Chad Brown, the 11, is kind of an unknown coming out of Great Britain. Didn't race in, in great races over there, but there are two grade threes, and uh, she actually won one of them. So has been off since July night, probably needs a race, but can't toss Chad Brown. Uh, I'm going to use Broadway Lady for Mark Cassie and Luis Saez because it's Mark Cassie and Luis Saez coming out of fairgrounds. Um and also, I'm going to throw in the eight horse um, in a hurry for Le Peru and Shug McGahee uh, coming off a optional claimer in at Gulfstream and ran okay in the Here Comes the Bride last, in February. So, again, second off a short layoff or second off a long layoff. I'm sorry, that was a year ago in Here Comes the Bride. So the horse ran well off a long way, layoff. So a 78 buyer needs to take a step forward. Uh, on the outside, if more than unusual gets in for Brad Cox, you certainly got to consider her. Uh, she's on the also eligible list at number 13, so a scratch would probably get her in. Uh, going to go four deep here in the pick four, but um, tuned is my pick for Mr. Graham Motion. Ended up on pocket square, mainly on the, the Chad Brown angle. Uh, horse hadn't been out since July, but he can certainly get one ready. And uh, I read Ortiz uh, riding now at, at Keeneland for the first time uh, this day after uh, being up in New York over the weekend. So uh, I think him showing up on this horse uh, adds to the appeal. And you mentioned the horse was a group three winner as a, as a two-year-old. Only had the one start last year, so don't know what was uh, wrong. But um, I'm going to take a shot that Pocket Square is ready in what figures to be a fairly um, wide-open race. I like the... The ones you mentioned, like Tune and uh, In a Hurry. Uh, Walk in Marrakesh is intriguing to me at a little bit of a price um, for Ignacio Correas, who uh, I think had a win over the opening weekend. This horse ran an 88 buyer in the Appalachian last summer at Keeneland and nearly won it, got nailed right in the final jump. Uh, Johnny V rides. The horse been working here since March, and if she can get back to that 88 buyer in the Appalachian, uh, then... Uh, she can be a player here, and uh, I'm going to take a long look at that one, definitely include that one on tickets. Choate Bridge is another price play that I think is a little intriguing. I've just always liked this horse and ran a couple of improved races down at Gulfstream, 
uh, this winter. And then last time out, it was just a real clunker. So I'm just going to draw a line through that, take uh, the form of those previous two as being on the fringes of being a contender here. But I think probably Pocket Square, Walk in Marrakesh, or Tune, the horses coming out of better company. Uh, one of those three is most, the most likely winner for me. Takes us to the eighth race that wraps up the late pick four, starter optional claiming. That's about seven furlong distance, four-year-olds and up. And I thought there were three in here that uh, I was drawn to and three of the highest profile riders. Uh, high five, Cotton, the four, Ike, the six, and the 1A, Favola, uh, getting Giroux. Not a, a real strong opinion anyway. I, I put high five, Cotton, on top, but um, I kind of view them all about equally. I'm just going to use those three in the late pick four. Keep the ticket uh, somewhat manageable because I don't know if, if we're right on Don't Forget. I don't think it's going to pay a lot. Hopefully more than the $14 that I uh, did hit when I played my pick four at the track on Saturday on the late, late pick four. You you get the pick four straight winners, and it was just uh, four heavy favorites, unfortunately, for those of us that hit the pick four. But, hey, it is a cash. Um, so we'll take that. But high five cotton for me in the last race. How about you? Yeah, I could have headed on a fifty cent straight pick four, and I would have, I would have felt good about fifty. <laughs> yeah, you'd had a nice profit then, and twenty eight to one. Uh, unfortunately, I spent a little bit more than that. Um, this race, I thought you went three deep. I'm going to go five deep. I really can't separate the top four or five horses. Uh, high five Cotton because of Luis Saez, I suppose, is going to be the favorite. But stay home the three for Jeff Hiles coming out of a. Mahoning Valley race that, that fits this level, certainly. Uh, Ike for Iran Ortiz, for Ron Moquette. Uh, if you go back and, and just take out that last race where uh, he just kind of hit a wall at mile 16 and, and cuts back to seven furlongs, much better distance for him. Um, uh, Favola, the horse you mentioned for uh, Giroux and Juan Cano. And then I also added Diddley uh, for Declan Cannon coming out of some aqueduct races at, at this level. Uh, that he, he was competitive in. Uh, so I'm, I'm really going to go deep here. I, I really don't have, I think these horses, I think Mike Battaglia is probably morning line, fairly close to all these. They're all going to get played. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go five deep when we get to pick four. So let's go to the pick four. What's your ticket look like? Okay. I, I broke my record or I broke my, my rule of the first leg. I didn't want to go deep because I think the same thing that you were going to single the forward and second leg. I don't want to spend 90 bucks. So I cut the ticket back to 60, but I'm going to use six horses in the first leg. One, three, four, seven, eight, nine. Uh, salad's going to be my top pick at six to one though. I think the horse does have a, a positional speed and has a chance to get the lead. Uh, I'm going to single the four horse, uh, don't forget in the second leg. They go four deep in the turf race with um, three, eight, eleven, and twelve. With tuned the three horse being my top pick. Last race I don't really have a top pick. I'm going to go five deep with one, three, four, six, and nine. So my ticket is sixty bucks. One, three, four, seven, eight, nine with four. With three, eight, eleven, twelve. With one, three, four, six, nine. I've got five in the first leg. Three, six, seven, eight, nine. Single the four in the second leg. Then three, five, eight, nine, eleven, all the ones I mentioned in the allowance feature, and then close it out with one, four, six. So thirty-seven dollars and fifty cents for a fifty-cent ticket, and we just need don't forget to come through at a uh, what figures to be a low price in that sixth race, and hopefully a hit of price or two somewhere else. 
Best of luck wherever you are playing on that Wednesday card at Keeneland. And if you can't get out to the track, keep your Keeneland Select account funded to take advantage of uh, good opportunities that come your way throughout the course of the spring meet at Keeneland. We'll be back for another edition of the In the Money podcast for the Thursday card from KeenelandSelect.com.